Howdy, folks. Welcome to Michael Perry's voicemail, episode number 96. Out the window of my little room above the garage, I can see that not everything is beautiful, and what I'm about to say is fluff. But I hope you'll allow it, as I had to record this one while I had a time. And whatever the state of current events, I can only hope a bit of fluff might be okay, if only for a moment. Last episode, I said I'd share a story about my daughter and Garth Brooks, and right in the middle of getting ready to share it, I remembered that the anecdote was actually in the book Roughneck Grace. So I'm going to read that piece now, and uh, then once over, I'll tell you a little Tim McGraw country music singer story. Some time ago, a neighbor who does some songwriting asked if I might help out with a project. I said yes, thanks, and did. Mostly my job was to listen and type. This led to my spending a lot of time in the company of musicians, observing them in the manner of an untrained anthropologist. Many of them were very hip and cutting-edge and subversively stylish and whatnot, and a few of them have names that elicit oohs and ahs all around the world, and some have won Grammys, and some might win them soon, and others of them you will have heard in television advertisements for Volkswagens. They were by and large an equal equanimous bunch. Equanimous. This is the thing, folks. I know what the word means. They were by, by and large a lovely bunch, if a little drifty, impulsive, and easily distracted by the latest distortion pedal or free food. A lot of their music I don't get, which did nothing to impede my enjoyment in watching them at their work. Craft is craft, whether in the shaping of a song or the fitting of bathroom tile. The older I get, the more deeply I believe getting things is far less important than experiencing them with a spirit of appreciation. And in fact, in fact, the fear of not getting things may be a leading impediment to happiness and certainly leads to chronic stiffening of the spine. In my 30s, I went through an extended stage in which I felt compelled to warn folks away from the vacuity of then-contemporary country music. In particular, I was agitating for alternative country, which, in my opinion, served my modern and artistic sensibilities while properly doffing its non-cowboy hat to classic country stalwarts, or, as I call them, the one-namers, Waylon and Willie, Buck and Merle, George and Tammy, Loretta, Dolly. Of course, this was nothing more than my oft-remarked creeping codgerism kicking in early, although, I cannot lie, I take guilty delight in having written the following line, Johnny Paycheck is to Kenny Chesney as corn whiskey is to wine coolers. As you can see, over a decade and innumerable beach bro hits later, Mr. Chesney's career did not waver in the face of my wit. Should we ever meet, I will apologize personally. Then we'll wrap out a nice set of ab crunches. If he wishes, I'll hold his ankles. In time, one learns to reserve the high horse for only very special occasions involving apple picking, and even then it's likely best left in the stable. As father to a teenage daughter, I am now familiar with a wide range of music targeted for ears less droopy than mine, and I can't always say I like what I hear, but beyond discussion of pertinent lyrical content, I keep the preaching to a minimum. Taste has a way of sorting itself out over time. Dad, said the teenager excitedly, have you ever heard of Garth Brooks? His music is so much better than that stuff on the radio today. He does real country. 
that's not exactly how I wrote it up in 1996. But I'll let her discover that on her own. She is conversant in Lightning Hopkins, so one takes solace. Somewhere in the past, I also wrote that it is silly to say bad things about pop music. Among the many things that shape our taste is time itself. And whatever proud stance I took back in the day, I also accidentally learned all the words to those Garth Brooks songs, which means my daughter and I can sing together in the pickup truck today. Also, the local classic country station is now playing early Kenny Chesney, which is to say, in the course of history, Kenny and Entropy win. See you at the beach. I, uh, yeah, I love the part about how I didn't like Garth Brooks, uh, but I somehow knew all the words to his songs because they're fun to sing along with. I still hold some pretty deep opinions about what is and isn't country, but we are currently neck deep in times when that stuff seems less important than ever. So rather than rehash all that, let me just tell you a story about Way back when I used to do a lot of writing about country music, I was allowed to interview this young country singer. He was struggling. His first album had come out. It did not do well. And I got to interview him literally in the space it took him to walk from his bus to the stage stairs. And so I don't remember the questions I had ready for him, but I was firing away. And then at one point he just said, I just hope I get a hit because if this this album doesn't hit, then I'm probably going back to working in construction. He was building gas stations at the time. Um, The next time I saw him, he was on the main stage headlining. His name is Tim McGraw. And even even old Tim, I was so happy for him, having seen him before he was anybody. Well, he was still somebody. He just wasn't somebody you knew. But then even old Tim, you know, country music had changed because I just remember seeing him then headlining and he was descending a polished chrome spiral staircase through a purple a haze of purple fog and while above him a a mirror ball the size of a Volkswagen was spinning and as he's doing this he's singing to 30,000 drunken mostly suburbanites we're just country boys and girls getting down on the farm (laughs) it's like well things have changed Waylon Anyways, uh, whatever my thoughts were, many years after that, after McGraw had ascended to the Pantheon and had married Faith Hill, and uh, I did a cover story for Men's Health magazine about him, and I went down to Nashville, and I spent a day with him, and we shot the breeze, and you know what? He was a real nice guy, and that's the bottom line. So listen to whatever you need to listen to to get through whatever we're getting through today. And I won't say goodbye. I'll just say, well, I suppose, forward. <laughs>